Welcome back, Generation Zion. My name is Amazing Alicia, and with me today I have... Rambunctious Robbie. And I'm Juxtaposing Josh. Juxtaposing Josh. (laughs) Nice. Anyway, so how are your guys' week this week? Well, you know, I have a book that I have to read. and What book is it? uh, The Hobbit. And I had... I've had it for like a week, and... I have an assignment due, and I need to read like 200 pages today. But that, that probably won't like happen. That like a great day. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to like set aside like just two hours for straight reading. It's going to be great. Anyways, it's fine. Um, but other than that, it's just been a busy week. Like, it's just been a lot. And, you know, people, hang, hanging out with people. Hung out with a few people. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I'm back on Mutual. Um, nice. So that's been, I've been talking to a few people. But it's kind of, you know, we're just chilling. More for fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for all the guys in our audience, swipe up on Robbie. I will talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that that's my week. I don't know. My week was pretty busy, too. I was just working doing some homework, met some new people, hung out with some different people. That was fun. Um, I also got mutual because my co-host convinced me to. You know, so. I actually saw you on mutual. Did you really? Did you swipe down? Yeah, I swiped down. Because oh, I know you. That's okay. This guy. <laughs> it's fun to swipe up on people that you know. Uh, not to me. I'm not much of a texter, so it's like. Okay, I mean, yeah. fair, enough, fair enough. I'm just like, ha I know you. Anyways, I swiped up on a guy, and we matched, and he's in Australia. So that was cool. I think mutual is a great way to just get to new, know new people. Like, not actually for dating. I'm not a huge fan of dating apps for the sake of dating, but dating apps to meet new people. So cool. Anyways, that was my week. Josh, how was your week this week? Uh, you know, compared to your guys' week, pretty relaxing. Oh, since, that's good. You know, I'm since so I'm glad. not in school right now, it's it's kind of nice to just fair. not have to worry about that. What are you that. even doing every day? Uh, <laughs> it's boring. Oh. I'd say that um, I watch a lot of Netflix, I will say that. Mm, any Anything good lately? Yeah, do you watched? have any recommendations? Because I watched a dumb movie the other day, so... That's good. I watched it's, dumb the, movies are great. I watched uh, the third to mm-hmm. all the boys I've loved before. It was not. It was not a good dumb night. movie. It was a dumb, dumb movie. It was a really dumb movie. Oh, it was like a like a bad dumb like like. But yeah, like you know the bad feeling? good. Yeah, like the bad good movies. I enjoy those, but this was just right. a bad bad movie. So nah. if you have any recommendations, I would love. As if I have time to watch a movie, but if you have any any recommendations based on what you've been watching. Well, I haven't been watching any movies recently. Um, I've mainly been watching, like, shows. Yeah. Uh, What kind of shows? So the one show that I watched uh, recently that I thought was super good was called, I think it's called The Promised Neverland. Oh, I think you're into anime, aren't you? I do enjoy some anime. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm totally into anime, but I I do enjoy some anime. I think it's good. I call myself a weeb enthusiast, but not an actual weeb because I enjoy people that enjoy anime, and I don't actually watch very much anime. But I think I've only seen all the way through, like three or four animes. It's more than me. (laughs) I uh. 
I've been watching Attack on Titan as it's been coming out because the last mm-hmm. season's coming out. But nice. I'm waiting until it all comes out before I keep watching it because they, I actually it, they stop seen on that. terrible cliffhangers. You know, it is very intense. It is intense, but it's good. I really enjoyed it. It's one of those ones where you'll start and then you can't stop watching it because you have to know what happens next. Aaron Yeager. <laughs> I might have to watch it. It was it really good. I'll put it on my <laughs> Thank list. Thank you, really. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, I've never watched it, but I have friends who love it, so I know a lot. I love about how she it. gives a recommendation and says it's really good. Even it's though she's really good, never even though I haven't it. watched it. Yeah, um, I know like some major plot twists as well, so it's really fun. Well, I I know about some of them as well, but I can't really like explain them since I don't know really the story. Oh, fair enough. But I have gotten some spoils, uh, spoilers for it, but. I don't know. Like, I haven't watched it yet. I should probably watch it. You should watch it. it. You should should watch watch it. it. Anyways, back to um, the podcast, I guess. Uh, We were kind of hoping that we'd talk about eternal perspective, right? Um, And so I guess we could just start with just kind of our experiences with learning about eternal perspective. Josh, do you want to start? Well, let's first, like, what is eternal perspective? I guess that's fair. Yeah, we could start with... That, uh, what it is. Well, let's define it. Yeah, let's define, let's define it, first. it first. Okay, I guess what's your definition of eternal perspective then, Josh? Um, I got to tie this back to space. Um, okay. Okay. So I don't know which astronaut and I don't know which mission, but during one of the missions, there was an astronaut who was doing like a spacewalk where he was looking out his window or something. And he was looking at the Earth and just seeing pretty much all the countries and all the landscapes as they were flying by. And uh, he noted that there's, like, there's no borders in space. Like, everything's just all one landmass. It's all one planet. There's no arbitrary borders or anything like this. Mm -hmm. And it makes all the problems on Earth seem very, very small. And I think another astronaut who... Uh, went to the moon also said something similar looking at the earth from the moon it's just about the size of your thumb and so looking back on it it's like everything is very small and very tiny in comparison Mm -hmm. so i think that's about what eternal perspectives are like it's smaller than we think if you look at it through eternity yeah yeah thoughts alicia I think I really like that analogy, Josh. Um, I think eternal perspective is all about taking a step back and realizing that there's more to this life than what we can see. You know, we came we came from the premortal life. We came here and we have so many other steps to the plan of salvation that we haven't even began to reach yet so it's just realizing that there's more to our lives than the moment that we are in right now yeah yeah and then I struggle kind of with some anxiety it's not diagnosed but it's there and so what helps me just kind of figure out what eternal perspective is is just thinking about how I get out of my own head when I'm getting really anxious and like I'm only focusing on what's happening right now. I'm like, wait, but there's so much more to my life and there's so much more than just this moment. And so even though this is hard and I'm having some hard feelings about this, this is not all that there is. And so just reminding yourself that there's so much more than just what's going on right now is kind of what eternal perspective is for me. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. 
So do you guys have any experiences where you, I don't know, realized and gained that eternal perspective on your life? My entire life. Yeah, care, on care that, to elaborate? <laughs> okay, especially recently. Um, and by recently, I mean like the past four years. Okay. So um, graduated high school 2017. Uh, I didn't go on my mission until January 2018 uh, just because there was some lag time in getting my papers sent throughout. Um, and then once I went on my mission, had an amazing time, I came back. And it was January 2020. And nice. literally the next couple months <laughs> later, everything broke loose. So yeah. we had the whole COVID thing. And I was set to come to USU in fall 2020. And it would have been fine. It would have been awesome. But I ended up staying and working a little bit longer. Um, and I was working full time. And I decided since I was working and I couldn't go to school that I would just take some online classes instead through SLCC. Uh -huh. oh, okay. Uh, I ended up taking a full uh, semester. So I was doing full-time school and full-time work. Um, and that didn't work out very well. So I ended up failing every single class. Oh no. Yeah. So that means, so I was already denied to come to USU for fall 2021. So I needed to do some more classes at Slick in order to get my GPA up before I'm even being considered. And right now, uh, there's the reason that's the reason why I'm not in any classes right now is because I'm waiting for USU to decide whether or not they're going to let me in again. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's been taking me a lot longer just to get into college than any other normal person. So it's yeah. it's a little frustrating. So how does that tie back into eternal perspective? Well, it's definitely helped me have a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something you need with an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. um, it also, it's helped me to realize that like, life doesn't need to be as fast as you think it needs to be. Um, and what I mean by that is like, when before my mission and like more like in high school, like I was thinking, all right, so I'm going to be 18 when I graduate high school. Two years later, I'm going to be 20. I'm going to go to college for four years. I'm going to be 24 and I'll graduate college. And then I can like, I'll have a family at that time. Maybe like a year later, I'll have a kid. So I'll be 25 when I have my first kid and so on and so forth. And I'm 23 now, so that didn't really work out. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, you think that at that time it's like, oh, I've wasted so much time. Like, I'm 23. I'm not at all where I want to be with my life or where I thought I was going to be. And I'm never going to get that time back. And, like, my life isn't going to be as great and as grand as I wanted it to be, as I planned it to be. Um, but realistically that that's not the case like just because life lags behind a little bit doesn't mean that like you're not going to be able to do all the things that you've wanted to do right and then just tying it back into the whole family thing we have an eternity to be with our family so even if you don't start your family until later you literally have an eternity with them so 
yeah, just thinking about that for my own perspective as well, because my mom, she was married really young, and so was my grandma. And so for me, I wanted to be married really young because I really, really want to have a family and to start my family and to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, that's mm-hmm. my ideal. I just really want that, right? And so I had a very tight-knit plan of my life after high school, like you were talking about. So I was going to go out of high school. I was going to go to school for a year. Then I was going to go on my mission. And then I was going to come back and I was going to get married, right? I didn't go on a mission. And so then I was like, okay, well, I'll just get married. And guess who's not married? Me. I'm not married. And so it's just part of the whole eternal perspectives thing is letting God take the wheel a little bit because just because things aren't working out the way that you thought they would doesn't mean that you're wasting your time or that you're not doing what God wants you to do, you know? So yeah, I guess just my experience has mostly been my plans being ruined and God being like, that's okay. Like think more eternally, think more beyond just right now. And so that's kind of helped, especially with this pandemic too, because it feels like COVID has been going on forever. But, it has been at this point. Yeah, but not really because it's really only been like two years and compared to eternity, that's nothing. So just reminding yourself that even though it's really frustrating right now and new variants keep coming out and people keep getting sick, that is going to be small in comparison. So yeah, I think that's yeah. my thoughts. And I think that's the beauty of this life is knowing that God has a plan for you and for everything. You know, it's not like COVID surprised God. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being honest. It did not surprise him. He knew it was coming. He knew that this was all going to happen. And I think that's why Come Follow Me became a thing back in, what was it, 2018 that yeah, we started Yeah, or 2019. That? Yeah. Which, that which is so crazy. It's yeah. so crazy to think about that the prophet knew that something was going to happen. I'm not sure if he knew what. I don't know what President Nelson goes through. Anyways. He's just cool. He's just really cool. I love that man. Anyways, he received the revelation to start this program to where we would be learning about the gospel from within our own home, our own homes and having that extended wall at church. And then when COVID happened and church got shut down, we didn't have to worry about what were we going to do without going to church and learning about the gospel because we had this wonderful program to learn about the gospel within our own homes. And I think that's just so amazing to know that God has a plan for literally everybody. He knows what's going to happen. And, you know, Josh, I know it's been hard. It sounds like it's been very hard. But this is what God has planned for you. And looking back on it now, uh, because this has kind of taught me patience and having more of an eternal perspective, uh, I can see how things are working out for me. Like the first job that I got home, that when I got home I had was being a supervisor at uh, a office max. And because I was able to have that job for such a long time because of COVID and I couldn't go up to school, it's helped me to learn a lot of lessons about leadership and um, like customer service and all that kind of stuff and just learning all these skills that I wouldn't have learned otherwise and being able to meet all the people that I did. So I definitely see that there was a there was a very big need for me to go through what I've been going through so far. Yeah. So I don't yeah. feel like it's been wasted. It's just definitely. not my plan. Mm-hmm. I 
So I had an experience when I had just graduated from high school. It was actually summer of 2020. I was driving home from work. It was super late. It was about midnight and I wrecked my car because I was tired. I wasn't paying attention. Stupid teenager thing. Anyways, I the car was totaled. It was three weeks before I was supposed to move out to college and I am from Virginia so I was going to drive to Utah and if I didn't have a car I wasn't going to be able to drive to Utah. So that was kind of a bit of a predicament and I yeah that was really hard um and I had to go through like a trial and everything but one thing that my dad told me that night because he came I called my parents he came and I was terrified like I love my dad but I was so terrified that he was going to be mad at me or disappointed in me But I will never forget what he told me. He said, you know, Alicia, this is hard. It's going to suck for a really long time because you're going to have to go to court. You're going to have to pay fines. We're going to have to figure out a car situation for you. It's going to suck. However, you are okay. Your life is okay. The car is just a thing. And you still have your whole life ahead of you. And, like, I've never loved my dad more than in that (laughs) moment. And... It just really showed me eternal perspective. And I remember going home that night. I couldn't sleep. I don't, yeah, I can't sleep when something traumatic happens. Yeah, I couldn't (laughs) imagine anyone sleeping after that. So, and my face was hurting because of the airbag. It was terrible. But I remember just looking in Gospel Library because what else do you do when you're at your lowest point? You look to the scriptures. And Mm -hmm. I found this scripture in Doctrine and Covenants 121, verses 7 and 8. And it says, My son, peace be unto thy souls. Thine adversity and thine affliction shall be but a small moment. And then, if thou endure it well, God shall exalt thee on high. Thou shalt triumph over all thy foes. And just reading that was such a comfort to know that these experiences are but a small moment. You know, Mm -hmm. this lifetime on earth is just a small moment of our eternal existence. And it's how we define ourselves and how we move past these hard moments in life that will help us progress yeah and then just also thinking about like not to invalidate your experience because that is something that's really hard but just thinking about other people are going through something so much worse than me like not I should be grateful for what I have and for the experiences that I have had because other people are going through things that are a lot harder and I don't know how I would handle them. So I'm just grateful for what I have. And I think that's also eternal perspective, but not like, but we don't want to, we don't want to invalidate our own experience. Yeah. Like we all go, we all go through hard things and they're different. Like something that may be hard for one person may not be hard for another person because they're going through something different, but that's also because we're very different people with very different emotions and personalities. And so things affect us differently. Yeah. I like that you say that because, like, it, uh, like, it helps us to realize, like, uh, just, like, you see, like, people who seem like they have it way better off than we do, um, but they're going through their own challenges. Like, we're all put here for our own specific challenges, tailor-made for us. Yeah. Like. Exactly. Life is all supposed. Life is supposed to suck in its own specific way for each of us. <laughs> yeah. That's the nature of it. Yeah, but it doesn't always suck. 
we're supposed to oh, be, yeah. you know, we're supposed to learn from our challenges. And I actually, I found this while I was kind of looking into eternal perspective on the Gospel Library app, and it was in Guide to the Scriptures about sacrifice. Uh, Joseph Smith taught that a religion that does not require the sacrifice of all things never has the power sufficient to produce the faith necessary unto life and salvation. In the eternal perspective, the blessings obtained by sacrifice are greater than anything that is given up. So, yeah, just thinking about that, like, you went through a car accident and had to give up your car, you know? And that was hard. But now you have a cool car still. Like, I love your car. <laughs> it's a cute car. It's, it's a cute it's car. It's not as nice as the car I had, but it's a car. And then you've just learned a lot from that. And, yeah. you know, Josh, too. Like, you've learned a lot from your experiences, too. Like, you can't work full time. And you can't go to school full time. And that's okay. And so we just learn from things. And being able to see what you've learned is something that is humble and also benefits you in the eternal perspective way because you're thinking beyond just right now. So I had an experience when I was in, you know, high school. My parents were going to move into a bus. Have I told you this? You told me this. Yeah. 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 I know this story too. Yeah. But so just long story short for our listeners, um, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do because we had to move out of the house that I loved. I love this house. And then we were in a friend's house for like a month and then we were in this rented house and then we were going to move into a bus. I think I may have mixed up that order, but long story short, uh, between that time we were going to move into a bus and that was like the end of the world for me. I'm like a 15, 16 year old girl moving into a bus with my whole family, no space, no privacy. I thought I was going to die. And then, but just thinking about that later on, cause we didn't actually end up moving into a bus, but we did get rid of things that just didn't matter like a lot of material stuff and um we just really appreciated what we had and so when we had a house we really appreciated that we had a house and just like looking back I needed that experience to really appreciate where I'm at right now like I have a car and I live in a house and I'm able to pay for things so yeah just going off of that having an eternal yeah. perspective and not knowing exactly why I still don't know why we were supposed to move into a bus um, but I do believe that my parents were trusting in the Lord and that they did have receive they did receive revelation that told them that they were supposed to move into a bus. And I think it had to do with being grateful for what we had and um, preparing for times that were going to be hard in the future where we didn't have everything that we thought we needed, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyways. <laughs> and just a reminder, I can't remember, this was like a a yellow school bus, right? No. No, it wasn't? It was, oh, okay. no. <laughs> I thought it was. That would have been fun, but it was like a, a you know, like bus? a Greyhound, like those oh, those types so like of big bus. buses. Yeah, yeah, okay. charter bus. Um, we extended the roof. We still have the bus. Um, nice, though. Yeah, but we, so we were working on it briefly, and then we ended up taking a different course, but. So it's like a full-on mobile home, right? Yeah, kind of. We don't have anything in it. We just extended the roof, and then we were going to put more stuff in it, but now it's just, like, in storage. Okay. Um, last time I checked. I haven't actually asked my parents about the bus in a long time. But, like, there's been a few times where we were, like, trying to sell it, kind of, I guess. I don't really know. But I think we still have it. So I'm not sure what the plan is with that. But just trusting that you don't know sometimes, and that's okay, is another part of yeah. eternal perspective. I love that because, you know, like I was saying earlier, God has this – large plan for all of us and we may not know why some of the things happen 
And, you know, that's perfectly okay. And it reminds me of this poem that my, one of my young women's leaders back home gave, sent this poem to me and one of my other fellow young women. It says, it's called The Weaver. I don't know who it's by. But it says, my life is but a weaving between my God and me. I cannot choose the colors he weaveth steadily. Oft times he weaveth sorrow, and I in foolish pride forget he sees the upper and I the underside. Not till the loom is silent and the shuttle cease to fly will God unroll the canvas and reveal the reason why. The dark threads are as needful in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver in the pattern he has planned. He knows, he loves, he cares. Nothing this truth can dim. He gives the very best to those who leave the choice to him. And I love that just because it really talks about how we don't understand why some of these things happen. You know, those dark threads, those bad times, those trials we go through, we don't understand all the time why they're there. But once we get past this life, we will see why. And as we are continuing through our life and getting past these trials and working through them, we can see that they are for our benefit. It's to help us learn and grow and meet new people and get us to the point where God needs us to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like we're using a lot of resources that we've found outside of, you know, just our own experience, which is good, but it's just fun that I've, we just have a lot that we can look at. But I found this talk, and it's called Keep an Eternal Perspective, and it's by J.E. Jensen from April 2000 Conference, and there's just one thing that he said that I really enjoyed. Um, well, he took from 2 Nephi 28, 20 through 21, and um, so he's just talking about people who don't see in the eternal perspective. And so he says, still others are described by Nephi who said the devil will stir them up to anger against that which is good and lull them away into carnal security. And so just thinking about like carnal security, what does that mean? You know, like possessions, like worldly things that just don't really actually matter in the end. And so like, I don't want to be lulled away by carnal security. Like I want to be secure in Christ and in the atonement and stuff like that. And so it was just, the scriptures are sometimes so cool. Like how they word things, they're really powerful. And so I enjoy turning to the scriptures to remind me of eternal perspective. Wrapping up, there's a reason that everything happens. God has a plan for each of us and we need to put our faith and our trust in God that he knows what's happening. And we also have our savior who went through the atonement for us. And because of that, he understands exactly how we feel at all times. And so whenever we're going through those hard times, or we may not understand why things are happening, we can always turn to him and receive comfort from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we might not have all the pieces uh, for our life. And just uh, sometimes we won't know exactly what, what our part is until uh, way after, or, uh, or we might not know uh, for a little bit down the road, but all in all, eventually everything's going to fit together. But in close, just want to remind everybody to keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and have a good one. All right, bye-bye. See ya.